This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The 2022 ODT Dunedin Arts Festival is taking over the city from the 12th to the 24th of October with an unmissable programme of the very finest in creative talent from New Zealand and abroad. This year's lineup will wow first timers and festival aficionados alike with an incredible range of music, cabaret, theatre, circus, dance, comedy, visual arts, and more. Secure your tickets today from the DunedinArtsFestival.co.nz and the Regent Theatre Box Office. The 2022 ODT Dunedin Arts Festival, October 12th to the 24th. Well, my guest today has an extensive background in musical theatre, having appeared in musicals such as Grease, Chicago, Anything Goes, Billy Elliot and Oklahoma. He's toured Australia as part of the cast of Jersey Boys and as one of the members of the Modern Māori Quartet. But it's musical theatre of a different kind that Rutene Spooner brings to Ōtipoti Dunedin as part of the Dunedin Arts Festival programme. With thoroughly modern Maui, we see and hear a side of a demigod Maui that is likely uh, as much to tickle your funny bone as strike awesome dread. Kia ora, thank you for joining us, Rutene. Kia ora, thank you. What an introduction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to know, uh, who was the Maui that you grew up understanding? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, well, I think uh, there's, uh, there's this connotation with Maui, maybe presented by those 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 famous picture books at school where and we see him as this um this warrior, the staunch uh warrior, fierce warrior. The Maui that I was um brought up knowing, um and we claim we lay claim to him pretty closely as his boats, um his waka is Nikutai Mimeha is at the top of our mountain, Hikurang on the east coast. Um, and so, but the version of Māori that I grew up knowing is that there were qualities in him that they kept talking about. And these qualities were um, that Māori was, was also very staunch, very fierce, very warrior-esque, but uh, also very um, sensitive, very vulnerable, very flamboyant, um, mischief and inquisitive. And those, those, those last two, mischief, inquisitive, flamboyant, is essentially the ones that perhaps I locked on to. Um, and and kind of gave me uh, me as a as Maori uh, a sense of grounding um, because I think we can. What I love about him is he's also he's a celebration in the version that I've been taught. He's a celebration of um, staunch um, and sensitivity. You know, like um, uh, hard and soft. Um, and that's what I that's what I enjoy about Maui. And were you very much in touch with those stories around Maui as a child? Were they part of your, your um, not only your, your education, but uh, but your family life, your whānau life? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we're always, there's a phrase, you know, how I, there's a phrase I use in the show. Without giving too much of the show away, there's a phrase that we always uh, say, like, how do I become, you know, how do I be Maui in this, whatever the context is. Um, but yes, we, we're, we're definitely familiar with the... Um, the kind of tales and the legends that he he kind of nav- navigated through, but we're also taught we, we we're really luckily um, taught uh, the whakapapa and the genealogy from him right down to us. And again, without sharing too much of the show, we touch on that. Um, and and I think you know now in hindsight, I think ah, oh, it was a way, um, particularly at school, it was a way for them to go um, to share, you know. Say, uh, here you go. As you're a young person growing up, um, you are just as powerful 
um, as your ancestor, Maui. It's perhaps easy to focus on the God in him rather than the man in him, but um, it's that in that tension that all the great stories lie, those life lessons, right? Absolutely. And I think I, what I think uh, I enjoy about this, the man, the demigod, is that he, he traverses two worlds. You know, in the Māori world, we very much, you know, uh, refer to the natural world and the spiritual world, and that's essentially where he he traversed across both. And I, I think for me, uh, I think that can resonate even today as we kind of level up as a country, as Aotearoa New Zealand. Um, and I, I hope the show kind of does a similar thing. You know, using traditional forms, our show is is is. Uh, the framework of our of our particular cabaret is aligned to uh, corded or traditional oratory, but we're presenting it in a contemporary and uh, context of of cabaret with a few more lights and a few more rhinestones and glitter. So, I would hope that the show kind of reflects those those um, qualities in him as well. Yeah. So, what made you want to explore all of this within the context of cabaret? Well, I mean, I I think. You know, I chose Maui obviously because we I inherited him that um, and that Fakapapa growing up. But I also know that well, I'm a, I, I I know that many people know who Maui is, um, even across the Pacific. Um, and so I wanted to d- discuss uh, how do we, uh, how can we strengthen ourselves, particularly as as Maori men, um, how can we get through, navigate the challenges of this world. Um, in the world that we're in, in this contemporary world. And I thought this is a great opportunity. You know, cabaret leans itself, contemporary cabaret leans itself to this um, really well. And my, you know, unofficial official research overseas at what cabaret is, contemporary cabaret is, is the perfect place because it can speak to serious topics, but it can be dressed in a way that's pure entertainment. And so I think, you know, these conversations we have in this particular show, uh, they're not light conversations, but they're told in a more palatable way. And I think cabaret really lends itself towards that. And also I think cabaret is is very, <laughs> even though it's a, a, a theatrical form, it's, it still very feels very Māori. You know, it's a yarn, it's a corridor, it's a yarn that can't go any further without going, moving into song. And if you've if you've ever experienced the pohiri, essentially in that in that pohiri sequence, someone talks and someone sings, and so it feels very natural. <laughs> mm. Did you feel the need at any point to check out um, uh, what's the word? I mean, the appropriateness of this kind of representation. Were you checking, have, using people as sounding boards around this? Yeah, I mean, I I mean, I think you know we we work really laterally, and this this show's been in development for a wee while now. I think we started developing it in 2018, and <clears throat> I always have this idea that surround yourself with people better than you, um, and and your work will kind of reflect that. And I, I think as as a Maori storyteller, I always have. I mean, I think as Maori storytellers in general, we always have a network and sounding boards. Um, but when it comes to, in particular, to custom, you know, I, I'm, I have a, uh, one of my mentors, greatest mentors is Sir Derek Lardelli. And, you know, he came to the first show um, and we sound, we sounded, uh, sounded off and, and that, that sort of thing. And he was more than um, 
kind of he congratulated me and it was it was really stoked but i think the the biggest thing about maui and the maui that i um that i was taught told by people like Derek Lardelli is that he wasn't afraid to go against the grain and i think you know our world is developing so we have to if we if we stay staunch in the structures of tikanga and reintroduce the voicing of it then i think we're still doing the same thing and honoring those um customs if we think about it there are many tales of mischief makers across cultures you know being tested often failing before a moment of uh, redemption or transition you see maui as a mischief maker too don't you oh absolutely and i think that's what i again what i love about him and what i think what makes him um you know what makes him special is that he he's this he's a pinnacle and and he's he's this hero but he never he doesn't always get it right and he didn't always get it right um but i think that um being inquisitive enough to do that wholeheartedly uh, is is kind of is something i really i really re- relate to but yeah i think and i think that's what um i like that he goes against the grain he he doesn't um wait around for anything he just jumps to it and sometimes i and me as a performer and as a person, sometimes I just need that reminder. <laughs> so tell us uh, what you can about how you've structured the show, Thoroughly Modern Maui, and what we can expect. Yeah, well, um, it's uh, the way, essentially, without giving away too much of the show, the show is, um, at a dramaturgical point of view, it's, it's structured along by corridor, so it uses the same frameworks as by corridor. But essentially, we welcome people and we we start unpacking these sorts of uh, uh, these points. And these and and uh, uh, myself, I just it's just me, but we embody a couple of characters and we embody this conversation that me, Rupert, the performer, has with his idea of Maui. Um, all the music is all original music. Um, we've managed to resurrect um, some of traditional uh, Māori uh, songs and, and reintroduce um, uh, some of the phrasing into the music. Um, so we keep we're trying our best to harking back, and particularly in uh, all the language. So it's it's I think it's probably predominantly. 90% in English, but any Māori or Te Reo Māori used in it um, is distinctively East Coast Ngātipuro dialect. So um, we've really tried to uh, celebrate, have this entertainment. You know, we speak to really interesting issues for us as Māori, and that's things like um, uh, trying to get your name right. I've written a song called Ratani Chat. It's not Ratani Chatani or not routine like routine, it's routine. Um, we talk about racial profiling, all of these things. We traverse all of the musical styles that have influenced Māori music. You know, as soon as, at the turn of the century, we're introduced to all of these forms through music hall and all that sort of stuff. So we touch on as many of those influential um, music st- uh, styles that um, have influenced Māori music to date. It sounds like it's a fast-moving show. Is, is your hope, though, that there is an opportunity for reflection on what can be learned from Maui's passage uh, through all of his experiences? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I mean, the exciting thing about this particular show and this particular tour for us is that um, it the purpose of the show is to create conversation. Um, it's great. And I think uh, as we begin, as we re- level out as a country, 
um, and, and begin to uh, uphold and normalize uh, Te Reo Māori and Tikanga Māori, conversations um, uh, come about. And the ref- on reflection of the first season we did, on terms like Māori who come to watch it, go, yes, they see themselves and they also see uh, topics that they and, and challenges that they have to face and that empowers them. And for non-Māori, it's an understanding. They go, I had a great time. It was a lot of fun. It was, uh, it was hilarious um, and it was moving. But now I have a, a little bit more of an understanding of, of what some of the challenges that Māori face today. And, and that's, that's all I, I, I want to do as a, as a maker and as a, as a performer is start conversations. I, don't, I can't, I'm no Nelson Mandela or anything like that. I can't change the world. But I think I can start conversations. And I love the show because it is, a, it, is a, it is the most cheeky, playful way to have these conversations. Any particular moments where you are most at your happy place in this show? Oh, there, there are so many uh, uh, hilarious moments and so many um, um, great moments. There's a song I, I, I wrote, which is very Shirley Bassey-esque, um, and it's uh, about um, always being assumed that or meeting people and they always are quick to run to call me bro. So it's called Don't Bro Me If You Don't Know Me. And it, the band is hot. that They are simmering and it's their favorite number to play. But there are some really cool things that I go, oh, we've pushed the envelope, you know, pushed, the, pushed it quite far and there's a sequence where we introduce um, patu or Māori weaponry as a storytelling device and um, but it's a it's a comedy sketch and so I, I think those are the moments where I um, that I enjoy is when the music hums and then where we're pushing forms It's no doubt tough work being centre stage throughout such a piece what gets you through it? <laughs> that is a that is a really good question, and um, gosh, that is. I I, I I've been writing uh, and making cabaret and solo theatre for a long time, but I've never. My mentality has always been: it's never always. It's never a, a solo work. I have a really strong band of four. Um, we called uh, that the band's called Pork Bones and Harmony, and they're as much uh, a part of the performance as I am, and. They, we, it's all lateral thinking, right? But um, it does take a bit of, you know, it does take a bit of work to to put yourself out there. Um, and you know, I kind of, I'm kind of mid thirties now, so I've kind of learned how to build a persona enough to to be able to stand out in front of everybody. But there are times you go, oh man, is this is this? Do people want to listen to me? That sort of thing. Um, but I think what's in, what's great about this show is that um, it's speaking to issues, yes, that are, that are stemmed from that I'm laying down, but I re- that resonate um, with more than just me. Just finally, uh, Rutine, um, let's talk about your audience. You've had an opportunity to to take this out and about. Um, what what do you get back from it? What do the audiences tell you about what they're um, enjoying about the experience? Yeah, uh, we've we're we're about to hit this nationwide tour, but we essentially we've only played one season at the uh, Auckland Live Cabaret season, uh, oh, a year ago now, um, and we've continued to develop it uh, since then, and we've got this brand new version. 
Um, but I think that the, the main feedback that I do, that I get um, from the show, and it's not just me, but my, my production crew as well, is that it's very empowering to see um, the story. And the story about an ancestor, you know, he's more than a legend, he's an ancestor to us as Māori, to see him painted, painted in a new context, but still holding integrity. Um, to see, um, to feel empowered that um, some of these challenges that, that, that not only me, but other Māori face that they've been spoken about and they've been heard. Um, but also, uh, for non-Māori, it's, it's a, an approachable way um, to start these kind of conversations or to get an understanding of some of the things that we have to um, we have to dodge and pivot as, as Māori in the 21st century. And, uh, and it's approachable for both sides, you know, for both audiences. And, I, and, 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 and yeah, I made the show for both Māori and non-Māori. And that's, quite a, that's two quite large nets, um, so to speak. But um, it's bringing those two people together. I think understanding each other is where we're going to um, really succeed uh, as we develop as a country. Well, we're looking forward so much to welcoming you to Ōtipoti for this performance, Thoroughly Modern Maui, with my guest today, Rutene Spooner. It's Thursday the 20th of October, 8 o'clock performance at Knox Church. Fabulous environment for that. Do check out the Dunedin Arts Festival website and secure your tickets today. Uh, Rutene, go well. Thanks so much for joining us here on ORFM. Thank you. See you later. The 2022 ODT Dunedin Arts Festival is taking over the city from the 12th to the 24th of October with an unmissable programme of the very finest in creative talent from New Zealand and abroad. This year's lineup will wow first-timers and festival aficionados alike with an incredible range of music, cabaret, theatre, circus, dance, comedy, visual arts and more. Secure your tickets today from the DunedinArtsFestival.co.nz and the Regent Theatre Box Office. The 2022 ODT Dunedin Arts Festival, October 12th to the 24th. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.